0: Hey, hey everybody! Welcome to another episode of the Anime Roundtable. My name's Wendallion, and the rest of the nights with me are Bao, Miku, and Roar. Welcome, guys. Hey, hey team. So, our uh, anime review this time is going to be on a fairly popular show, The Promised Neverland. And uh, this was based off of a manga that ran from about 2016 to 2020. Um, the um, the show's release, the anime release, was in 2019. And in 2020 won Crunchyroll's Best Fantasy and Best Antagonist award. So um, as this was uh, Miku's choice at, for a show to watch, I'll turn it over to him to get us started. Miku?
1: Yeah, so this is a show about a group of orphans living at an orphanage where they are not allowed to go near the fences or the gates and they are adopted and never hear from their the ones that are adopted ever again. So as you can tell, it's obviously a setup for a horror show. So we're going to be discussing what we thought of that via the categories like we have done previously. And we're going to start off with music. So who is the low on the music for this one? I don't have the polls up.
0: Rory, do you have the polls?
1: Uh, Yep. So
2: the low is going to be Windallion with a 7. Okay. But I also voted a 7 as well. But you can go first.
0: Uh, So... um... I guess seven's low. Um, I enjoyed the opening, and I also thought that the uh, the music didn't get in the way of uh, the show itself. So um, that's, um, that's about as good a praise as I can give most things. Um, normally, if I notice music within the anime, I mean, it becomes my focal point. Uh, I generally don't like it. There's only been a few instances where that wasn't true. So uh, I gave it a seven. I thought it was pretty good.
2: Yeah, I I'm um, likewise, like I I like the um opening that's we, which we just heard, um, and I didn't find it jarring at all. I think it, like seven's a good score. Um, so I I ranked it, uh, like a fairly good score. I didn't rank it super high because I'm not too sure. Like, there's some other anime which have like absolute bangers which I love, and I listen to the opening and closing intros all the time. This isn't probably an absolute banger, but it's a pretty good song. It's a really like I, I like the song; I didn't dislike it at all. Yeah, so. I like the opening um, a bit. Yeah,
1: and sure. then we've got so I'm, I'm the I'm I'm the high on this. I think. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I think the opening theme song is a banger. I, I do list, have it on a playlist that I listen to fairly often. But I think the main praise I have for the music of the show is that it's really good inside internally in the episode for building tension when it's required mm. and works really well as a horror score mm. and that that was my main thing of I think it does what the it, it's the opposite of what Bal's statement was about back when we were doing Cowboy Bebop of I think mm. this the score internal to the episode is very focused at doing exactly what's required for the genre the, the genres that the show actually is Mm. Yeah, I was stuck so I between a, a seven and a half.
2: I think it was I was stuck between a seven and a half and an eight because of that reason. I found like within the episode that like all the tension points were right. Like within within the anime, it was a really really well displayed from a music perspective. So I'm going to change mine to an eight. I'm going to round up. Sure.
3: I also gave a seven. Uh, I think you're spot on. It, the tension points were quite good. Um, I but personally i didn't particularly love the opening um in fact it was one of the few animes where i found myself often skipping the intro just to get straight into it but it, outside of that during the anime itself i always think if you don't notice the music it's doing a pretty good job and and yeah i didn't really notice it it does build the tension quite no, quite noticeably at times um and it does help tell the story of what you're meant to be seeing which is exactly what music is meant to to do. And obviously when we speak about what Wind was saying earlier with Cowboy Bebop, um, whereas for me, that was very jarring. This felt natural to the show that I was watching. Mm
0: -hmm. Cowboy Bebop was one of those exceptions I was talking about where I think that the, um, music actually made the episodes better for me most of the time. mm -hmm.
1: Sure. Uh, okay. That seems like a, reasonable spread uh onto animation quality how did we think the animation quality of the episode goes you would um, chuck go.
2: artwork artwork first i think oh it's art,
1: artwork first sorry yeah
2: i messed up with the uh with the false. sorry the
1: artwork for the episode how do we think it was then
2: mm. right so we've got two votes on a five which is um on it we've got one at a four yeah sorry, that's me.
0: okay so um i almost gave this a five and then the longer I sat and thought about it, the more I decided that, you know what? I didn't think it was worth it. I thought that the artwork was almost, uh, if you if you take it to uh, the Girl X Battle game, it's uh, like Valerian-style artwork. <laughs> and it, and that's how it struck me. And um, I just... There, there were some parts of it where, um, you know, actually I think they did a better job with the backgrounds than they did with the characters. And, wow. uh, I, I just didn't care for, uh, the style, the way it was pulled off. And I will say that this was the least, my least favorite part, this and animation quality were the, my uh, least favorite parts of the show.
2: Yeah, I, right. so, um, Belle and I are a five. We'll jump in before you, Miku, because you're a bit higher on this. Um, so for me, I almost rated it a six, but I dropped it down to a five for the same reason. I think they did well with the, 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 basically they have three areas. They have a forest, they have a, like a yard, and inside the house. And I think they did the backgrounds and the scenes really, really well. Um, but the characters themselves, were not as great. And I had the same feeling when I went into, um, when I watched um, Made in Abyss, I thought, oh, chibi style, like Ghibli. I don't know if I like it, but I ended up loving Made in the Abyss. But with this one, I found that um, the I didn't like any of the characters. I didn't, and I know they're kids, but usually like there's one or two characters who look really cool or whatever. And even the Sasuke-like character in it wasn't, super appealing to me. So I, I rated it low for that reason because there's other animes that have really like Darling in the Franks don't like the anime. The characters are really good. So- I
3: kind of, kind of agree with both what Roar and Winda saying. One of my issues with it was, um, I want to call it grayscaling, in that every single character, it's almost as if their skin colour was so devoid of life um, they were all incredibly pale. there was no colour really in their cheeks very no washed out in their yeah. Eyes. yeah, it was very washed out and I understand it from the viewpoint of it being a horror because um, it kind of builds into that tension, and sometimes overly vibrant colours don't pop in in that genre, so to speak, but it did kind of they all wore the same clothes. <sighs>
2: Yeah, it's because yeah. they're
3: orphans. Yeah. <laughs> they dig yeah, in a presents. facility. Yeah. yeah where but they're given a uniform. You, you can and still, do something, and then you can shipped still out. do something different with it, though. And it's. <sighs> they did a good job of finding a character's personalities, but none of their personality came through by the way they were drawn or the way that they looked. Um, uh, and that's would... kind of where I felt with the show that. I never really felt invested to any of the characters up until very late on.
1: So, can I come in with my seven then? Yeah, yeah, bring on it. On the, I actually agree with a bunch of what you've said to rate it that low, but I am rating certain things higher. If you know what I mean, because I think some of the environmental art is really, really pretty. Yeah, it's good. I think the house has a lot of character.
0: Yep, the backgrounds and it's actually are well done. Quite
1: detailed. Yep. I think the all of the adult characters are Hmm. are much more interesting character designs and are really effectively creepy. If you know what I mean. Hmm. Oh, I didn't like the black. name Yeah, that's that's the
2: point. The point is she's meant to be creepy. (laughs) Super
1: creepy. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but for the whole point is like the creepiness just didn't it didn't fit in with the rest of the show. It was like someone else completely drew. Through her, if that makes sense,
1: which is which is accurate because she's been brought in from an outside as an outside force that is meant to mm. feel out of place and throwing everything else out of order. Whereas mm-hmm. Isabella appears at first, you can see Isabella and be like, "Oh, she seems alright," and then you see the change when you see her true self, and it is yes. terrifying. Yeah, but I I think that my one my main problem with the artwork that stops me get putting it up higher is that the like. I disagree because I think that you get the main three. You get like Emma's character from how she looks, but I think the issue is that like the drawing of children, they don't really look like children. <laughs> if that makes sense, yeah. They look like they've shrunk adults and left the heads the the, the the normal size.
2: But and kids so, like, are like that. Main... In real life, kids I do have big
1: heads. But no, you you know what I mean? Like the proportions felt weird. Yeah. Yeah they And do. that was my main problem with the artwork. I think that the actual I'm rating it higher because I really like the environment that they're in and I really like the the way that the creepy factor is brought through the adult characters and the demons. Mm. And I think that that's that was my main reason for putting it higher. I can understand all of your complaints like I don't I think they're complaints I most of them are complaints I also had like wind and roars comments about about the environments being really pretty but sometimes the rest of it feeling the characters feeling a bit drab is is true but I almost feel like the characters were designed to be in motion rather than anything else
3: Mm. yeah I kind of agree with that
1: um if we're done with artwork we can move on to what I thought it was going to be in its animation quality
2: it is. So me and wind again at of five. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, so there's a specific scene I'm thinking about here, which is right towards the end. And we're dropping spoilers, so this is fine. It is um, when he, when the main chick breaks her arm and he walks to go get some water. He walks sideways while walking forward. And it really irks me when they have, again, the characters just didn't seem to fit in with the backgrounds. And it was mainly when they were running or walking that was just irking me. And it just didn't, it just glitched, just didn't feel good.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of on the same page. I thought that overall, if, if it could have been without the actual scenes that you're talking about, I would have rated the, actual animation of this much higher, but because I was so hyper-focused on what I didn't like about the artwork, every time I saw running or any kind of, um, fast motion like that, I was just, I I was also picking apart the animation too. Mm. Uh, I think if, I think if I had been less focused on what I saw as a negative on artwork, I probably would have given some of that a pass but uh i agree so but uh, being as um uh focused on it as i was yeah i um i think that it was uh it certainly wasn't the most smooth animation i've ever seen i'll put it that way <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then we actually have miku and hotshot who ranked it
1: an 8 yeah i i i, I think that The main place where you notice the animations uh, for for the show are in the tag scenes. Yes, mm. absolutely. Which I thought were relatively flowing. And I felt the motion... You you got the sense of motion from the way that the camera work was done with the animation. And the other place is in the end section where you're dealing with the house being uh, sort of set on fire. Mm. Yeah. And moving with the escape plan and I thought both of those sections flowed really well and even if there were slight animation hiccups it was covered for in a lot of ways Mm. but again this is the this is the how are you grading this on a curve because I'm grading this remembering on the I watched this at the same time as six other shows that were coming out and this was by far the best animation of all of them Mm. So I don't know whether I'm being slightly pushed up on my memory of like, hey, here's how At other shows that were coming out in the same season were. I think
2: th- this one's ranked low for me because it's the same. If, if you're watching like more Shonen type anime, their pull is on the battle scenes, on the movement, on the animation quality. And then so, um, you know, like, which is with harems, definitely you have more...
1: It's definitely no Jujutsu Kaisen in terms of animation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But then they make these kind of shows make up for it in the storyline. They're built quickly to base around a storyline. Mm-hmm. I, I feel so, like I was
3: being a little bit generous with giving a seven because of, and I was thinking because this is a season one anime for the amount of time that they've had to do it. I actually thought the anime, uh, the animation, was pretty good.
1: Um, yeah, I was between I was between so, a seven and eight and moved up to an eight. So yeah, I can so see.
3: I I probably would have given it um, maybe a six, but the fact that it is a seasonal anime, I felt for the fact it is a seasonal, it it's actually quite well done for a seasonal anime. Because normally mm. when when you force me into seasonal animes, so, I don't quite. Uh, I find uh, it all giant.
1: animes are seasonal animes now. That's uh, the problem. Yeah, all yeah. All uh, are
0: I will animes. I will agree yeah. with your premise there, um, Val. When when it's a seasonal anime and um, and time is short but i'm only going to give it that benefit of the doubt after the first season cuz quite honestly they can take as long as they want to on the first season
1: yeah That's i suppose that not
0: is a how fair. That works. well i mean it, within a budget and but it's so uh, it
1: it it works in the opposite way in fact you're given mm. more time and budget usually after your first season's a success
0: yeah the first
2: season's usually terrible and then season 2 they usually really up the animation quality, hmm.
1: but yeah, I'm I'm going to drop to seven because I think I agree with Bal. When I was, I'm going to slightly higher based on my nostalgia. To be honest,
3: mm. it's not it's not often Mickey that we agree.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting because I think I think my nostalgia pushed me up from like a seven to an eight <laughs> instead of. Down to where it should
0: be, the toothpick that holds my universe together is flexing dangerously. <laughs> I'm sorry, so,
3: we'll, we'll make the next one a real. <laughs> we're going so on... to change our rental one just to be the opposite.
1: <laughs> so we're on to the storyline. Yeah, and all right.
2: So we, we've got pretty strong, high responses for this. So we've got um, Bal, Wind, and myself with an eight, and then. uh, Miku and Hotshot with a 10 so they're Mm. both very high so Bao do you want to go first on this one yeah
3: yeah so uh, as a premise um, if you'd given me a script and told me what the premise was beforehand this is brilliant it's entirely at my wheelhouse um you've got uh an antagonist that's that's normal on the surface but in reality is a cold hearted bitch um and very vindictive. You've got a protagonist who's a little bit ditzy and a little bit over-exuberant, but actually, heart's in the right place. And just the whole premise from start to end, I think, is brilliant. Uh, I can't give it more than an eight, though, because of I've seen it done better. And so... But I think eight's a, I think eight's a truly great score.
0: Yeah, I
3: agree um, it. So um, it's not me knocking it down at all.
0: Do you have any specific examples where you think it was done better?
3: Well, as we all know, my favorite anime is Death Note. Yep. And although the storyline premise is slightly different, it follows a, a fairly similar narrative structure, yeah. at least for the first 28, 28 or so episodes. Um, and this is this is solid bordering on great, that was great bordering on masterpiece. And I don't think this is masterpiece. This is something that a university student could write up as a basic plot device. And it's, it is a great plot device, but it's not been not done before. It's been done regularly. So, I mean, it's, I mean, a, a great example of a, of a, not an anime, but Peter Pan, follows a pretty similar narrative to it. Lost Boys, Neverland. It's 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 not it's not been not done before, if that makes sense. So so yeah, so that was my view on it. But I I did finally enjoy the storyline. Um and, and yeah. It maybe could have been a little bit less obvious about the villains and even the I can't remember the name of the boy who was working with mother. Um,
0: uh, so, the traitor. Uh, yeah, Ray. the traitor. Emma, we, Ray, and Norman knew, were the were the primary Ray. three. It, it,
3: yeah, you Ray. knew pretty early on, before they'd even announced that, you knew that he was going to have been the traitor. And did
1: you did you get the what his relationship was with her?
3: No, no, that was a that was a good twist. I thought there was something there though, but I didn't know what. So.
1: Uh, I was actually going to ask: Is it better for me to go first because you are you are all in agreement?
2: Yeah, go ahead. No, oh, you can no, go first. Yeah, I was. Matter. I reckon you should end on a positive note.
1: That's all. That's oh, all. Sure. I was going to ask if if you wanted me to go first, then you can take apart my 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 points. For <laughs> <I think. laughs> go for it. <laughs> I'll switch it up. Yeah, go. Yeah, go for yeah, it. Go for yeah, it. No, no, no. Like, okay. So my theory behind this is my first question to you all is: Had you at all been spoiled before you watched the first episode? No. 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 How the, that first episode, like Switch, hit you, like the the sort of creeping tension into all oh, that look, Connie's like foot now.
0: Oh, I I thoroughly enjoyed that. I
2: so, guessed it.
3: I guessed it pretty much in the first three. Did
2: minutes. you
1: guess that there were like demons who eat people?
2: No. I guessed that it was going to be some sort of like because I the I knew that it was going to be like a thriller, like horror thing, and. Sure. And it got the thing that ruined it for me was the kids at the gate when they're like, "Let's go in there" or something. And then the trader one was like, "No,
1: said don't go there."
2: Yeah, they are like, "Mom," and he said, "You trust them?" And I was yeah. like, "Ah, oh, yeah, this is going to be one of those ones." I didn't suspect demons. I thought it was just going to be like some like high end human food market. But yeah,
3: yeah that's I, kind of what I, I felt like the demons. To me, to be honest, with season one, the demons didn't really feature
1: all that much for me. The, the demons are the demons are a looming threat of how society is structured outside the walls, and uh, and yeah. the the feeling that even if you get out of this situation, the outside is never is not going to be better. Yeah, that's 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 the purpose that the demons fulfill to me. I think this is a ten just because I feel this is season one is effectively. I don't think they could have pulled off the story they had any better for that for this 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. And I think the story is incredibly impactful. I would be dropping my score a lot having seen the second season <laughs> <laughs> because the second season is probably down a 5 if not lower. Oh well. The issue is once you get out of the conceit of like this heist, the whole the sort of heist feeling of we're trying to break everybody out. Uh, the one I quite like is if you look at the background the whole time. You know the little kid that ends up stalling the mother at the end.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: So he's he knows what's happening from episode one. Okay. You can tell because he's all—he's always sort of around when anything important is happening, as if he's noticed what the others are up to. Because he's the other kid in the in the in the orphanage that is testing on the level of the the three main kids. Mm. And there's a bunch of like little side things like this, for like that, where if you don't, if you're not looking for it, mm. and there's a bunch of value in rewatching the show just to be like. Oh, this thing that happened that seemed like it came as a twist out of nowhere is actually foreshadowed the whole way through it. Such yeah. as the Ray actually being her son thing.
2: Yeah. It, See, the Ray, her being her son thing, made me feel like they were going to let them get it. She was going to inadvertently let them get away,
1: which is obviously not what happened. But yeah, it's it's but, the he say- used that connection to. Actually, gain favour because, but she she knew he was using
2: that connection.
1: Yes, yeah. But he knew that she knew that he was using that connection.
3: They they did try with with mother in the end to try and give her a bit of a a bit of a humanity back. Hmm. um And that's because she is human. She's not a monster. Yeah, Hmm. she could have stopped Emma from going so but she chose not to she pleaded but she let emma make the decision she she could have stopped her at that point um and obviously
1: yeah you have the feel they have the problem of like she's not a monster she's just been thrust into this situation to keep herself alive
3: Mm. yeah so i felt like they did that bit well where you mentioned about season two um having a problem and i actually think it's a huge problem that Every kind of thing that's in this genre has, um, and I'm going to go mm. through some. Uh, we we before we came on air, we we spoke about Death Note and the fact that you don't have to watch it to the end because mm. second phase just fails to live up immeasurably to the first phase. But mm. it's not just in anime that has this problem. Did you any of you watch the movie Maze Runner?
1: Uh-huh. I did not. Well, yeah, Maze Runner, yeah, I've seen...
3: almost an identical premise, but instead of Instead of uh, demons on the outside, you've got humans on the outside. But premise is almost identical. And after season one, in which they escape the wall, or film one, where they escape, from that point on, it feels it's just not very good. And it's exactly the same problem that Hunger Games has as well.
2: They put them
1: into another maze. Are you you describing the prison break problem? Yes and, and well, if you've we got... break out the prison then we have to break into a prison so we can break out of that prison so we can break into another prison
3: <laughs> yeah and and this has got that problem because once they get out you, they're just moving into a bigger prison the world is now and you kind of get into into that issue so and again that kind of ties into what I was saying before where I say this has been done before this isn't anything new this has been done before in mainstream oh. Hollywood as well as in Japanese anime so,
1: um so, I I think this. So my theory is that I think this is a, I think season one's show of the storyline is that he did it beat for beat about as well as anyone could actually do that story. Mm. That's my feeling behind why I'm going to give it a ten for its story.
3: That's fair enough. If you if you're talking about did it maximize its potential, I think it did. I just think the potential for it was always an eight. Sure.
1: <laughs> that makes sense that's yeah. Cool. yeah that's a perfectly valid statement that
3: kind of why i
2: rated it an eight i thought the storyline was really good but from the very beginning to the very end and even when i finished i was like what is going to happen after this so like uh, we spoke about jujitsu kaisen with jujitsu kaisen you're like okay they can get stronger there's more things that can happen they've created all this stuff on the outside Whereas the only thing I felt gave the merit outside of this maze was the storyline with the books, how the, how they were coded. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. There's got to be something later with this. But apart from that, I was like, it feels like they're just going to get out and then be eaten by demons.
1: The, you just hit on one of the major issues of season two, as far as I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> and so
2: li- literally, like, I thought this is good. But I thought, you know, this has a twelve episode cap, and then after that storyline, they should kill it because that's as good as you can get. The same as what Bow had mentioned. I loved Maze Runner, I loved the film, but after that,
1: you're like, eh. can it be bothered? I, I, 100% get. I, I agree. I think, I think this sort of series is almost best left with the the future is a mystery. Yeah, the one mission you were watching is done but I know that people won't let that sort of thing go, if you know what I mean. Or just do
2: what they do in in anime classically, like the Japanese love a sad ending, and just have them all eaten.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Would it be be more impactful?
0: Sorry. Um, So I enjoyed all of this, um, and that's why I gave it as strong a score as I did. If it hadn't been for honestly the the kids, um, I I run into the Wesley Crusher syndrome uh, where he saves the Enterprise every other every other episode. Uh, I, kids doing uh, being the main focus of um, a, a story bothers me a lot. So, um, th- but in this case, it made sense. I mean, they're being raised as food. As you would, um, you know, get in something like, well, well even back when the old Twilight Zone was on, they had a show to serve man where humans were being harvested as food. And uh, the V miniseries, I don't know how many of you saw that. So um, mm-hmm. so th- there's, there's, as Bal said, this has been done before, uh, both Hollywood and other animation. But it's, um, I think they put a different twist on this because of the, the setting that it was put in. And, uh, also, um, there was, um, it was interesting that they also decided to put the small little, uh, twist in of the smarter the kids were, the better their brains tasted. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I I did like that. Yeah. So that I, I thought those were, uh, I mean, the devil's in the details and I, um, so hmm. like i said enjoyed enjoyed the uh, storyline the premise very much i thought it was pretty well done uh, probably would have rated it a 9 if uh it hadn't been for the <laughs> for the kids, kids being the kids. focal point yeah <laughs> so
1: if it, if it was more of a logan's run people are in their like 18s to 20s yeah
0: that would have been fine <laughs>
1: uh,
2: the uh, the only thing i have to to um debate with Val is You know how you said um, the mother kind of like let them get away with it? The only reason why she let them get away with it was because they had done that in the past and then they realised the stupidity in it because when they got to the end, it was just a cliff and then a forest. Um, So she knew what it was like to destroy the hope of them and that was the intent. Well, that's what I got from it, was that you want them to choose because when they get to the top, they finally realise that it's hopeless. And that's the intent, that they're, tra- they're trying to psychologically abuse them in a way that they have to stay there.
3: I would agree for, for the fact that everyone, all of the other, every single one of the other kids had already crossed and she's up on the wall with Emma and it would have been very, very easy. I mean, first of all, she could have just killed Emma. It, it really is as simple as they, they're travelling across by a ribbon. If she wanted to, Emma's on the ribbon. All she has to do is cut it. Uh, she's dead. But Pe- as Mickey uh, said, she's technically human. technically
1: she's she's not actually allowed to kill her.
3: Yeah, yeah. But,
1: uh, but
3: again, there are retrieval teams to, to get them back. Yeah, but it's all she not, has to do to stop her from going is still cut the ribbon. You cut the ribbon, the ribbons are all flying, and she can't get across. So actually, that would have ways. been a good ending. There were millions Just trap of
1: Emma. Yeah, yeah, there were.
3: There was a way in which, effectively, she had the choice. Everyone else was gone, but she had the choice that she could still keep Emma. She had that choice, sure. and she chose. And this is why I said about the human side to her, because for the most part, you don't really see a human side to her. But the human side to her at that point was was almost of almost of relief that they managed to succeed. Not like, not Can... that she wanted them to succeed, but once she saw that they had. She knew that whatever was going to happen to her was going to happen, but she knew that there was relief that at least the kids were free, or to an extent free.
1: I would uh, like to shuffle this into character development yes. discussion, please, because that is where this current section feels like <laughs> it should be.
2: Yeah, well, do you want to keep finishing, Val, uh, because you've got you and Wind well, voted as I, well, having... I already said my bit,
0: I'm, so...
3: I'm changing up to an 8 because of because okay. there is character development, there's a couple of characters I had. I do have issue with. Um, uh, mother's son, whose name always skips my mind. Ray. Um, right Mother's mm-hmm. son is played out like an old trope. <laughs> in, <laughs> in every possible way, it's been it's been done, and the character being development a trope was, is
1: not a negative. No, but it's been
3: done so Everything times. is
1: a trope. It's been Literally, everything times is a trope in the
3: exact same way. And I was like, "Oh, we know where this is going." Uh, oh no, he doesn't want to take everyone. Oh look, he's going to change his mind at the last minute. <laughs> it's all kind of, it's all kind of been done before. Um, Emma's story was quite nice, actually. I was more interested in mothers and the black. Um, maid's story because that for me, if I had seen a prequel of what happened to them and how she became mother as an entire series that would have been a f- phenomenal season um, and I, I love that and I loved seeing how you go from being a diary eyed girl who, who doesn't see the world for what it is into someone who's turned into mother and then uh. at the end
1: shows that little bit of
3: humanity to go back
1: uh, the the maid's name is sister crone by the way just for thank you
3: (laughs) like old sister crone yes thank you um yeah 26 but yeah so that that kind of part of the story really really interested me because of it showed and i would have loved to have seen a season on it because of it showed that they showed it a little bit but that little progression from from child who's got the choice of being eaten to becoming mother and then how they almost strip out the humanity from her to make her into a farmer of children huh. and then you slowly see it un- as it all unwinds eventually you see where there's a little bit of relief in in her mindset um helped a little bit by the twist that thing her son so 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 her character development really interested me. Everyone else's character development was pretty standard.
1: Couldn't, uh, I would like to add to that point. Actually, uh, the, the the thing I see is that you set up a parallel between uh, Isabella, who was the antagonist of the year for that year, robbed my boy Ascalad. Obviously, uh, she set up as parallel to Emma.
3: Yes. 100%. And you can
1: tell a hundred percent that Emma is her favorite,
3: mm.
1: and she wants Emma to follow her footsteps.
4: Mm. Yeah, and you I see,
1: agree. sort of in the flashbacks, you have the escalation of like she was the kid who tried to get out, and when she got to the cliff, she just gave up and became what she is. Whereas Emma had this mentality to like push through and figure out how to actually get over this because it's mm. almost implied like Isabella was wasn't willing to trust anyone else and acted alone whereas Emma's ability to like trust the rest of the family of kids and let everyone in on the plan is actually what led to success in the end rather than like if, she, if she'd if she taken Ray's and issued insistence that only the smart kids get out of there. Like she might not have had the actual, they might not have had the actual impetus to like push through the cliff because of needing to, the the feeling of the need to save everyone else and all the kids that couldn't save themselves, mm. which is what I, I love about the sort of the characters. I do mm. think Ray's, Ray is more interesting than you imply. Mm. In the he starts off cynical, but I don't think he was actually that cynical inside the whole time because you get the feeling that he's been playing the whole thing off for a lot longer Hmm. in the hopes that someone else would find out and you could talk to someone rather than what he was and where he was being the only one knowing what was happening
2: yeah I agree I think like because with kids if you tell kids a lot of them especially a certain age they're going to go and dob which is why they said don't tell the younger kids um and I think the only way you can really believe this is if you come to the realisation of what actually happened. So he waited for Emma, Ray waited for Emma to see it before she would believe it, because she's the type of person who wouldn't believe
3: it. I, I kind of, I, I was quite often seeing, par- maybe because it's called The Promised Neverland, but I was all, almost always seeing parallels between Peter Pan. Mm. And- uh, yeah, I
1: think those are all intentional.
3: Yeah, and when I every time I looked at Ray, I always considered him as
1: being the older brother
3: um, that that kind of got pushed along for the ride in Peter Pan, and that was kind of my viewpoint on it. With him. So again, it just didn't feel I didn't really connect with the character at all, to be honest.
4: Mm. Which is Win. probably
3: weird because he's the one I'm most like. <laughs>
0: So I thought actually the character development was almost too fast um, because you start episode one and for instance, Emma, uh, who was all, um, you know, on board with everything that was, that was happening there. She seemed happy, that sort of thing. Then of course sees um, the uh, demon and, and here's the, um, the talk going on about, uh, what's going on. Um, and per, per
1: Connie. I'm sorry. And per, per Connie.
0: Yeah. And, and then just completely, um, flips and that, that was actually, so I, I still rated it, uh, very well as a seven, but, uh, it almost seemed like that was, it was too big of a leap in my mind for her to go from completely on board to, um, I know that I have to, um, I know that I have to pretend like I'm still on board in one episode. That was,
3: yeah, there wasn't enough mourning really. Yeah, It, it, it uh, didn't
0: seem like there was enough time for a 11 year old to adjust to that sort of, um, you know, complete shattering of what they thought was their reality. Um, but that's, uh, I kind
1: of didn't. I didn't think she that she did until at least two episodes later but that's maybe I'm just misinterpreting misinter- things differently at that point. Yeah, no
2: she didn't she didn't but they had the smile cuz if they knew they found out and they would be killed yeah. that's what
0: they thought. Yeah, they immediately were like yeah we got to play this off because um they're going to know that we were the ones that were there because the bear got left behind. Hmm. So they knew that so, and they assumed it was one of the older kids. Um so um I just thought it was a little fast, but again, uh, I thought that overall there was a lot of character development going on um, oh. across uh, many of the characters in the show, so seven for me. Mm-hmm. Sure. I raked it a
2: nine, so I did pretty well. This was the saving grace of the show. The rest of the show, as I said, like the storyline was good, but it was kind of like ended and i didn't see the fruition of it but the character development is what i actually really liked about the show only hotshot rated higher at a 10 uh, but he seems to have ranked uh, everything at a 10 and me yeah. or no, on
1: overall enjoyment
2: no this is character development you don't have a 10 oh
1: part, sorry sorry no no sorry i was an eight apologies yeah
2: um I'm and I, the, the wrong one <laughs> i loved this so i think they did really well with the you know i think what Bao mentioned you've got like a really like kind of like a happy-go-lucky, dumb protagonist, kind of like a Luffy character, but she's actually not a dumb protagonist. She's actually extremely smart. Remember, she's ranking at the same level as the other one. She's just more happy-go-lucky, and she hides her intelligence well, which I think fits in well with the the storyline. She's an intelligent kid that still is able to act in a certain way, and I think that's kind of how it fits into the... She doesn't actually get over Connie dying but she's able to act in a way that shows that her intelligence is still really high. And she's one step ahead of the gray and those kind of things. Um, so I really like the way that it developed also the antagonists. Like I love the way that that developed. Um, I really wish they had a better storyline for it. We could go a bit further because I'm not even going to, at the end of it, I was like, I'm not going to watch a season two. I like the character development, but I think apart from that, it was not a good enough anime to go for Season 2. I wouldn't have funded it anyway.
4: Okay.
1: That feels like that brings us into overall enjoyment, then. Yep. Yep. Where? Uh,
0: so... So,
2: Wind and myself ranked it a 7.
0: Um, a... Um, yeah, it,
4: three, I may. Yeah, all of
0: you is. ranked a 7. Um, yeah. So... Um, Again, I, I thought that the real star of the of the show was the storyline, and um, mm. there were just too many other things that I thought detracted for me um, mm. to give it a higher rank than a seven, which I still think seven's a, a good score. And I did enjoy mm. watching it, um, although I uh, I am going to steer clear of season two on Miku's recommendation. <laughs> so mm. um yeah that's there were like i said the animation quality uh the artwork um just kind of blew it for me to rank it any higher mm.
2: yeah i think i was the same so the the jarring animation and the the, and the character quality like the way they drew it didn't love um but i consumed the anime over three days so usually if I'm watching something and I want to watch the next episode, that shows me that I enjoy it, like the storyline or the character development enough, which is why I gave it a seven. Um, but I wouldn't watch it again. Um, but seven still a good score.
3: I'm toying between a seven and an eight. Um,
0: it's too late. I already I, averaged your score.
3: <laughs> yeah, I keep on flicking <laughs> between the two. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. And there are actually elements that made me want to go back to season two. For example, Norman not being dead. Um, they, they kind of hinted at it in season one. Um, so my theory is that he's alive for season two. Um, the, the The idea with the books was quite interesting. The issue that I kind of have was that every time I thought about how they would do season two, I just don't think it would be very good, even mm. though there were parts that would grab my attention. Um, I I really enjoyed the character of Mother. I thought that that was very intelligently done. I quite liked the way that they were teaching the kids by playing tag. I thought that was quite a unique and quite a fun twist on a children's game. Um, mm. So so there was lots there was a lot to like about it i'm going to stick with a 7 because of because it was so unappealing to look at from a character from a character viewpoint it, if the characters were drawn better and the animation was a little bit better although i didn't dislike the animation but if the characters were drawn better I probably would have loved this anime, but it it kind of did detract from it a little bit.
1: Okay, uh, well, coming in hot here on my nine because I I really loved this. Um, I have watched this series. I've watched season one of this series four times now.
3: Oh wow, I've watched it twice.
1: I think this uh season one is. Sort of top, top fifteen, top twenty shows of the last sort of ten years. Mm. Uh, I have issues with, as I said, I have issues with some of the art on the particular on the particular characters, but I can overlook a lot. Of, I I've, I'm very much on the the story and characters and stuff are way more to me than the art ever does mm. in a show. In terms of my overall enjoyment. Uh and I I can't if I've watched a show four times and I've willingly mm-hmm. did it again and put it forward to do it again to be honest. And I watched the second season in full hopes that we'd get a decent ending despite all the people who read the manga saying the ending was awful, <laughs> and then the people watching the anime tech going, Oh shit, the ending here is worse than the manga and being like, <laughs> Well, how did they do that? Well they didn't adapt the parts of the manga anyone liked. Oh, so I'm like, uh, uh, avoid avoid, avoid season two, but I would highly recommend this as like a bottle season of you don't really need to know what happens to them after this. I think you, the journey of this is... You cool know enough. where
2: they could go well with this? Do exactly like what they did with Full um, Metal Alchemist. Either go back and rewrite the beginning and like elongate it out, like turn 12 episodes into 30 episodes. And really like have a backstories of characters and and more detail in it. I think that'd or, be really good.
1: Or, or change the ending, like prequel it a bit, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, prequel. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That, you
1: could like was, show more of what happened with them.
3: That was my thought because of again going back to the Hunger Games. Once they escaped, I was kind of bored with Hunger Games, but I wanted to watch the previous Hunger Games to see what happened in previous years, mm. um, and that's. <laughs>
1: They killed yeah. each other.
2: That's what happened. To use, a,
1: to use a, a better literary reference, it's the reason why Battle Royale does not have a sequel. Yes. Despite <laughs> them making a sequel movie. Because the writer knew that no one wanted to read what happened after they escaped.
0: And, and I think if you made a prequel to this, it would have made this worse for me. Because I think one of my favorite oh. things about it was that they dropped you in and then mm-hmm. and then you figured out that, oh, they're in a meat grinder, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. usually I, when you have a prequel, prequel would be fun afterwards.
4: yeah, that's
3: yeah. right. Yeah, I would love to have heard Isabella's story after having watched this, not before yeah. before you've watched mm-hmm. this, and then it kind of ruins this, but after then I, I think that would be brilliant. Um, yeah I will say, because where you said about um, that you thought this was one of the best animes of the last 10 years, objectively, I agree with you. But I didn't enjoy it as much as Re Zero, despite the fact that Re Zero is probably nowhere near as good, objectively. <laughs> if that makes sense. Interest-
1: Interestingly, I'm I'm on the. I, I I kind of I understand entirely where you're coming from. If you know what I mean, like I really love Re Zero. I don't think Re Zero is technically as good a story as this.
3: No, and that's kind of my fault. But if you said which one would I watch again? It's gonna be R E Zero. Hundred percent this.
1: We'll never watch season one of RE Zero again. again. (laughs) I've watched it twice. (laughs) I will watch watch season two over and over, will not watch season one again. Except for somebody found me uh, a YouTube video where they cut together the true route, which is all of season one in six hours. For you, just ignore all, like you just run it from beginning to end. where you, just assume he died a bunch to get to this end. This this route. the
2: the true route of Re Zero would actually be like the one that actually followed would actually be decent. I think I'd like that one.
1: But yeah, I I hmm. I love this show, and I can see that my suggestion didn't go down so well with everyone else.
2: Oh, I but I disagree. I think it's seven. We've, think, we've, got a, we've got seven or higher across everything. I think it's probably one of the highest ranked ones we've done just because okay. the overall enjoyment's actually been high.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, just to throw it out there, Cowboy Bebop, three people loved it. One person didn't love it, me. Mm. Um, and we've had that with RE0. Wind didn't particularly love RE0. Um,
0: I like so this better. Actually, this is, I,
3: this I like is this better. This is more universally liked. Maybe just less universally loved,
1: if that mm. makes sense.
2: Sure, uh,
4: yeah, sure, that makes right. sense. Yeah. 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 So, so, so it right, just,
1: well, just feels it just feels weird because in the moment you're looking at it going, oh no, did I did I choose something that people didn't enjoy that much? But yeah, it's, it's, it's saying it that way, a seven is actually like a reasonable score, right? Yeah, yeah. and, and, and yeah. the other I part mean, of
0: it too is that's going to happen. I mean, yeah, Bal yeah. hated my yeah. suggestion, so yeah, that <laughs> yeah,
1: was weird.
3: But, I mean, seven is a good – I mean, I've always looked at six being average, seven being good. So you're, sure. you're, you're talking about every single one of us rating it good or better.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, and just remember, uh, Baal is British, so he actually hates himself because he hates British people. He hates Britain. He hates everything. So, <laughs> like, you can't expect him to like anything else, right?
1: <laughs> as, as a Scot, I also hate British people. <laughs> <laughs> So, do,
0: are um, we ready for the compilations?
3: I'm, I'm really not liking the fact, just quickly, I'm not liking the fact that I'm being pegged as the weird one here. <laughs>
0: yeah, everybody <laughs> knows that's me.
3: Just because I didn't like Cowboy Bebop.
2: There is a simple it's solution fine. to that, Bal. Just stop being the weird one.
1: <laughs> it's fine, Bal. No one's no one's being serious. Yeah, uh, yeah can we have the, compil- uh, the compiled ratings then? Sure,
0: so for music, there was a compiled rating of an 8. Uh, artwork had a compiled rating of six, largely because of my poor scoring, uh, 6.4 <laughs> for animation quality. Again, uh, probably do more to me. Um, storyline got a compilation of an 8.8. Um, so awfully good there. 8.4 for character development and overall enjoyment was an eight.
4: Hmm.
0: Although we do have that. to we we do have to remember that uh, we had Hotshot rating everything at a ten <laughs> 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 to bring up the average.
1: And yeah, yeah, Hotshot's hot a very enthusiastic one.
2: Yeah, he loved the anime too, so I think he was happy to have it in there. It shows you that there's some people the show, and some and most people
1: like it, so it's a pretty good strong score for it. Oh God, Um, I'm just looking at the next week's anime poll and I'm like, no, please, no.
2: Okay, so let me go through the choices first. We've got Welcome to the NHK, ID Invaded, Outlaw Star, Parasite, Violet Evergarden, Kill La Kill, Neon Genesis Evangelion the series, not the movie, and then NGNL, which stands for No Game, No Life, or Bane of Miku's Existence. Um we were uh, on a strong. A few minutes ago, we were on a strong Outlaw Star, which has now been dropped to. We've got four votes for both Outlaw Star and No Game No Life. So we've got the option to either choose between on. one or watch both.
3: Hang on, no, we're we're not. Outlaw Star's only actually got two votes. Something's gone wrong with the.
1: They both only have. They both only have two votes. I, no, I show got
3: three. three.
1: Uh, they're both sitting on three votes on my screen.
3: Yeah, but when you click on it, only Roar and me have voted for Outlaw Star. And uh, I voted
0: no, for Outlaw Star. And I did.
2: Miku, Windelian, and one other. So it won't show you any other names past three.
0: It's uh, uh, Sesh. Ah, uh,
3: there we go.
0: Oh, no, that's the, that's the bot. So uh, Fletch, yeah. me, and Roar for um, Outlaw Star. Yep. So
2: we can either watch both or we can what, we can flip a coin.
1: Mm. Or we could just watch something else and just assume, like, remove both of those from the competition.
2: <laughs> no. Voting is voting.
3: Yeah. Oh. Personally, I think Stupid that Miku, Miku did say that he wanted us to watch a terrible show. Yeah, this
2: um, gives you
1: you I, I mean,
3: is a terrible show.
1: I mean, we also have the opportunity for you to watch a sci-fi an old sci-fi anime that you might like more than Cowboy Bebop.
3: Or I might hate it as much as Cowboy Bebop and ruin wins all... opinion of me even further.
1: <laughs> all it's right. also it... literally the basis of your D&D campaign. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do... do on,
3: it... Outlaw Star have um, space hamster, giant miniature space hamsters. No, my
0: uh, campaign. You, no, uh, you found the cast it has again.
1: sumo. It has like sumo wrestling um, spaceships.
3: No, not the, same. <laughs> not the same. Giant miniature space hamsters, you'd have had my
1: vote, but no. <laughs> Unfortunately, giant miniature space hamsters are only in D&D. <laughs> so,
2: so, quick question here. Um, who votes to watch both?
0: Um... Me, I vote to watch both. I vote against Roar.
3: I
1: vote vote
2: against
3: against
0: Roar. (laughs) All right.
2: Then, Wind, do you want to roll a d6 in the channel? And we will go high Outlaw Star, low NGNL. Uh,
0: Okay. Uh,
3: Can you do it in here? Oh, yeah, it's in the anime club. Oh, actually. I don't think it'll work in the I mode. don't think it'll work oh, no. it in Oh, no, because,
0: um, yeah, we're not in...
3: Yeah, you'll need to do it in uh, watch D&D chat. Well, we c- I can change the
2: setting on that if you want. Um,
3: so...
0: Okay, can I, can I roll it now? Go yeah,
3: for it. go for it. Okay.
2: Oh, you won't be able to roll it in here. I haven't changed it. Do it in, um, do it in
3: D and D chat. Okay. Copy and paste should just do the trick.
0: Not, not D and D chat.
3: Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, do... What idiot named them the same thing?
2: You. <laughs> Alright. Two low, it is NGNL. <laughs> That's
4: <like laughs>
1: best.
0: F my life. F
1: my life indeed. No game. <laughs> it's fine. I will watch it again and come back with fresh eyes <laughs> on the weird pedo anime.
0: Pedo anime.
2: Well, hey, you'll be happy to know apparently that it's a new season, so um, all those Little sister fans will Definitely be into it
4: Oh man
3: oh. Oh, I have, <laughs> Do you know what for, for all the hate That I got for voting low On <laughs> That bit <of> pop <laughs> I'm just really going to enjoy Nicky every time That someone rates this highly Because his heart's just going to A little bit
2: <laughs> Should we add love interest uh, to the ratings for anything that's yes, got... <laughs> <yes>. okay? <laughs> Let's no, do it. We will not be changing our rating system.
1: Our rating system must stay the, uh, the same and consistent.
3: And <laughs> um, bro, was this your recommendation?
2: Um, I, I only put it in yeah, there because it, it bi- no, yeah,
1: um, it, it was one... it was one of the one of the channel members like. It was Jiffy
2: Noob. Jiffy Noob recommended it. And then Miku, like, was up in arms about it, so I voted for
3: it.
1: <laughs> <And> to, <laughs> to be, be fair, Ra- I don't dislike the anime; it's actually to be pretty fair, good.
3: Raw, you did recommend it. To oh me, man, to Outlaw me Star has
1: Outlaw Star has more votes than No Game No Life. No, too late, my friend. It it legitimately has more votes than Outlaw Star. Now, <laughs> now, like right now, while we're still on,
3: it's too late. The dice has spoken, my friend. Mm.
4: You all uh, hate me,
0: don't you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I okay. voted I Wind voted for wanna... only Outlaw Star, so
1: when if you well. want to take it to the ending, go for
0: it. Yeah, so um, well. anyway, uh hope anybody that uh bothered to tune in to us enjoyed the show. Um appreciate everybody tuning in and also appreciate you guys making the time to uh uh, to get on and make this with me so um, that's all I've got uh, guys, uh, thank you Val major pleasure Miku uh, and Roar
2: uh, thanks everyone for listening, I love it uh,
0: we'll see you all later